Hey there, you're listening to the Serious Shift Blogcast. Half podcast, half blog, half video, and 100% serious shift. Three times a week, Dennis comes to you with insights and attitudes to help you shift. Each Serious Shift Blogcast is all about helping you and your business become the best versions of yourself. Are you ready to become the best? Now your host, Dennis Mostly Williams. Hi, it's Dennis, and welcome back to the Serious Shift Blogcast. Uh, I'm beaming in today in transit. I'm on my way to Boston to speak at a conference, and I wanted to just take a couple of minutes to record this blog for you. Um, for those of you who follow all of my social media stuff, I put out a picture the other day of a character from the Indiana Jones movie, um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I said, hey, I'm working on a blog right now, and it's got something to do with, it's inspired by this character. Well. This is that blog, for those of you wondering. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I put out this picture of the Nazi, one of the Nazis, from Raiders of the Lost Ark, specifically the guy that burns his hand on the amulet, the amulet that everybody's looking for because written on either side of the amulet are the instructions that we need to find the Ark. So at one point in the film when this bad guy salutes a whole bunch of other bad guys, written on his hand, we are burned into his hand. We see the amulet and we go, oh, that's how they're going to do it. He didn't get the amulet, but he got the information that he needs. But what we are reminded of later is that he didn't. What he got was half the information. He just burned one side of that into his hand, not both sides. So he only has half the information. And in the way that my weird brain works, I thought about you. <laughs> and I thought, oh my goodness, tell me about it. That's every financial advisor that I meet. They have half the information. And with only half the information, what they believe is that service and experience are the same thing. And they're not. What they believe is that you would achieve exceptional customer experience the exact same way you would achieve really good service. And you wouldn't. You don't. You don't. First of all, you don't pursue exceptional customer experience the same way you do by pursuing really good service. It's a departure. Service is about making things easier on your clients, saving them time and money. Experience is the opposite. It's the opposite of convenience. I'm not telling you, you know, here's the ways you can spend less time with your clients. Here's how you can save time. I'm telling you to spend more time. I'm telling you to be more present in that time, to have more of an intention to stage, not deliver. You deliver services, you stage an experience that is perfect and appropriate for one person and one person only. It's experiences about creating time well spent and eliminating sacrifice. Let's do a comparison. Uber and taxi cabs. A taxi cab. It's a service. They bring you from point A to point B and they charge you. End of story. It's a commoditized service at that. Okay? Go to Uber. What's it? Well, isn't it just a service? No, it's an experience. The offering is the same. The offering is they get you from point A to point B. Okay, but what's the experience? The experience is what's built around the offering. And you achieve experience by looking at sacrifice and considering time. So let's walk through this typical taxi cab versus Uber experience. We'll settle this thing once and for all, and then I'll go jump my jet to Boston and rock the set tomorrow. Are you with me? Here it goes. Ready? I want you to just mentally put yourself here. You're in a meeting and you're not going to use Uber. You're in a meeting. You got to get to the airport when it's over. 
and the meeting's soon to wrap. Soon you're going to shake hands, leave, go, go out to the lobby. What are you thinking about? Be there. What you're thinking about is, are there cabs? You have some anxiety and some worry. Are there cabs there? Are they going to be ready? When you go downstairs, there are cabs there. Now you call one over, now you get in. Generally speaking, you or the hotel guy puts your bags in the back, you get into the back. Now granted, I'm six foot four. When I get into the back of a taxi cab, there's usually a big seat and plexiglass right here. Okay, quite an impression, right? Like I'm a prisoner or he's a prisoner or he, I'm protected from him or him from me. I don't know. My knees are up this high. I'm crushed into the back. And he wiggles his way from point A to point B. And when I get there, I take out my credit card. I hand it through the little door or I wave it through the machine, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I pay the bill. I get the receipt. I fold it, track it, put it in my wallet, get out, get my bags. He may or may not thank me. Who knows? It's just a transaction. And I say thank you and I leave and it's over. I'll never see if I'm lucky that cabbie again. <laughs> okay, now... Go Uber. Same scenario. Rewind all the way to the beginning. You're in a meeting. It's five minutes from ending or what have you. Okay. What are your thoughts? You're going to Uber now. Are you worried about taxi cabs? No. Instead, you say click and you call an Uber and it gives you the little message and it lets you know we're connecting you to eight nearby drivers. Now we've connected you. Here's your driver. Here's his face. Here's his car. Here's a map. Here's where he is on earth. And he's going to be there in three and a half minutes and he's going to wait, etc. Do you want to send him a note? Hey, Jim, I'm glad you're coming. I'm typing with my thumbs. I'm glad you're coming. I'm going to be an ex I might be more than the two minutes you're going to wait. Just hang tough. I'm coming down. Now you're relaxed. They've decreased sacrifice. On the personalization stage, you were also able to choose whichever level of Uber you wanted. Because, you know, a hidden little message here is that even experiences become commoditized, right? When Uber first started, it was all black cars. But now there's Uber Pool, where you can share with people you don't know, Uber X, etc. So even experiences do get commoditized. In this case, you're going to take whatever Uber you want. It really doesn't matter. You know that they're going to be there. Correct? Correct. You walk outside. There's your Uber driver. They call out your name. This is on the enter on the attracting phase of, of experience, time. You can see where they're coming. On the entering phase, the person gets out of the car. They say, Dennis, if that's in fact your name. I say, yeah. They go, hi, I'm whomever I am. Nice to see you. I say, me too. Together, we put our bags in. When I get in the car, the car is an experience. They have water bottles, breath mints, all kinds of phone chargers and all kinds of things, right? You plug in. You don't ask them, how long before we get there? How's it look? How's the traffic? All that information's on your phone. You don't have to worry about it. Okay, when you arrive, you arrive, all the payment happens as you know seamlessly. Okay, there's no taking out my credit card, waiting for it to go through. They're eliminating sacrifice. When we arrive at the airport, what are we thinking about? I gotta go. I'm stressed. The lineups, the security. I really just wanna get through, find a quiet place and sit down. And Uber, in their own way, facilitates that. They make it happen. You pull up, there's no goofing around with credit cards and Square and waiting for the machine and printing the receipt and handing you a book or something. Oh, here, sign that in some pen and it's all goofy and stupid. <laughs> Instead, they just pull up, they say, We're here. I say, Wonderful. You get out, your phone goes bing in your pocket. All this payment has happened digitally. Life is fantastic. The person takes all your bags out, hands them to you. They use your name. They say, Dennis, have a great day. You say, I will, man. And on the final stage of experience, the, the you know, enduring stage, what are we going to do to keep this experience happening after it's over? 
The driver rates you and you get to rate the driver. Yesterday, I tipped my driver from Chicago five days after the fact. The next time I used Uber and it said, hey, do you want to do anything for this last guy who raced comfortably to get me to my plane on time? It was fantastic. So don't have half the information that you need. Read The Experience Economy by Joe Pine and Jim Gilmore. Stop listening to these people out there telling you about really good service and calling it an experience. It's not an experience. It's service. Service is commoditized. So you can have the greatest service in the world. It's still worth 1%. What people will line up for and pay for is an experience. And you would do yourself a favor if you knew what the difference was. So you could start truly staging experiences instead of delivering services and calling them experiences. Oh, that feels better just getting that off my chest. Can I make a suggestion? Go to our little secret website, SeriousShift.com and download our uh, little Megatrends thing. I think, I think you'll enjoy reading it. Anyhow, as always, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for letting me get that out. <laughs> I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you again soon. Cheers. If you're looking to transform the way you and your business does, well, business, head over to SeriousShift.com and download our latest strategy guide, The Three Megatrends. It will forever change how you view your place in the future. Thanks for listening and make sure to give Dennis a review anywhere you listen to your podcasts. See you next time.